to the Lockdown Podcast Show with me, Zoe Giles, and my producer, Vicky Rimmer. This week's show is all about staying active. On this week's show, we are joined by Robin Stevens, author of Murder Most Unladylike. Daisy gives us a review on Robin Stevens' book. Izzy and Holly are telling us what they have been doing to stay fit. Finley and Harris from Edinburgh are telling us how they keep active. Alex Swan is back to tell us about Nightwatch and how you can raise money for a homeless charity. George is returning to tell us how his pumpkins are getting on. And our very special guest, Lizzie Arnold, double Olympian, answers our lockdown question. We hope you enjoy the show. up on the show we are talking about different activities in the garden we know that for a lot of you sports day is one of your favorite days of the year really Mm. so why don't you create a zoom party where you can have a sports day with your friends you could do an egg and spoon race or hose pipe limbo water bums skipping and even the ice bucket challenge what's water bums well First, you need to fill up a big bucket of water. Then you change into your swimsuit and start the music. When the music starts, you dance. And when it stops, you have to sit in the bucket of ice-cold water. So have you tried this yet? Yes. How did it go? Um, it was cold. What about, but it wasn't bad. What about hosepipe limbo? So, you... You need a parent for this. So the parent holds the hose pipe and the water comes out. You have to go under the hose pipe. And if you don't go under the water part, you get sprayed. And what if you haven't got a hose pipe? You can use a broom or a water gun. You've had some messages in from the show. Nate has been doing Joe Wicks and he's also been doing some walking and off-road cycling. Well done Nate! Next up on the show we have Robin Stevens. Robin Stevens is author of Murder Most Unladylike. She has won the Waterstones Children's Book Prize. She also wrote the sequel to the London Eye Mystery the Guggenheim mystery. Welcome to the show, Robin. What are you going to read for us today? Today I'm going to read to you from the very beginning of my first book, Murder Most Unladylike. Take it away. I looked about for my pullover and then remembered with annoyance where I had left it. Bother, I said. Daisy, my pullover is in the gym. Wait for me, I'll just be a minute. Daisy, nose in her book as usual, shrugged vaguely to show that she had heard and continued reading. I looked at my wristwatch again and saw that it was 5.40. If I ran, I'd have just enough time, as getting up to house from Old Wing entrance takes seven minutes and dinner is at six o'clock exactly. I pelted along the empty, chalk-smelling corridor of Old Wing and then turned right down the high, black-and-white tiled library corridor, my feet echoing in the hush and my chest heaving. Even after a year at Deep Dean, when I run, I still huff and puff in a way that rude Miss Hopkins calls determinedly unladylike. I passed the mistress's common room, the library, Mr. McLean's study, the one's cubby, and the hall, and then turned right again onto the corridor that leads to the gym. 
there's a school legend that the gym is haunted by the ghost of Verity Abraham. When I first heard it, I was younger and I believed it. I imagined Verity all bloody with her long hair hanging down in front of her face, wearing her pinafore and tie and holding a lacrosse stick. Even now that I am older and not a shrimp anymore, just knowing that I am on my way to the gym sends me into the shivers. It does not help that the gym corridor is awful. It's packed full of dusty, broken bits of old school furniture that stands up like people in the gloom. That evening, all the lights were off and everything was smudged in murky shades of grey and brown. I ran very fast down the corridor, pushed open the doors to the gym and glumped in, wheezing. And there on the floor was Miss Bell. Our gym, in case you have not seen it for yourself, is very large, with bars and beams all folded up against the walls and wide glass windows. There is a terrifyingly high up viewing balcony on the side nearest the main door. We are not allowed to go up there alone in case we fall, but since Verity jumped off it, nobody wants to. And a little room under that for us to change and leave Kitten, which we call the cupboard. Miss Bell was lying beneath the balcony, quite still, with her arm thrown back behind her head and her legs folded under her. In my first moment of shock, it did not occur to me that she was dead. And that is all I'm going to read for now. To find out what happens next, you'll have to read the book for yourself. Where can people find out more about what you're doing? If you've been inspired by this reading, go onto my website, robin-stevens.co.uk, where I'm sharing weekly writing prompts to help you improve your writing and have fun during this time. Thanks so much for listening and goodbye. Thank you for joining us. Daisy, who loves Robin Stevens, is now going to tell us what she likes about her first book. Why would you recommend her first book? I would recommend the Murder Most Unladylike series because they have lots of plot twists and all of the books are page turners. Can you tell us a bit about the characters, please? The detectives, Daisy and Hazel, are really clever. Hazel is so kind and gets scared of the dead bodies. But Daisy is really brave and she doesn't get scared of anything. Hazel is my favourite, even though I have the same name as Daisy. They are such good friends and go on such amazing adventures together. Even their school seems really exciting. These books are, fr are thrilling and full of adventure and mystery. That's great. Thank you, Daisy. Hope has sent us a message of what she's been doing to stay active in lockdown. She's been doing daily yoga, bike riding and lots of running. She even completed her first 10k run last Saturday. Hope has also been doing Joe Wicks every day. Next up we have a friend of the show returning to tell us about Night Thoughts and how you can raise money for the homeless. Hello Alex. Oh, hello Zoe. Hello the Lockdown Podcast Show. My name is little Alex Horn. I'm six foot two. Tell us about your challenge for charity. I'm involved in a charity called Shock, S-H-O-C, Slough Homeless Our Concern. It's local to me okay. and they do very important work for those suffering the effects of homelessness. And at the moment it's particularly difficult and funding yeah. is harder to get hold of than ever. So I am doing a task which you can get involved in, which can help them. Okay. If you want to do it, please donate some money if you can afford it. Uh, £5 would pay for a hygiene pack, £10 
for a food parcel, £15 for one night's accommodation. So it really would make a difference. I understand that it's a challenge on Twitter with the hashtag Nightfork. Can you tell us a bit about the challenge? Construct the best fort and spend the night in it. <laughs> you must not use your bed in the construction of your fort. Okay. Best fort wins! Thank you, Alex. Don't forget to structure your fort. You have until Friday. And use the hashtag Nightfort on Twitter. Bye, Alex. OK, bye, Zoe. Goodbye. For more information on Nightforts and how to donate, check out the podcast details. Earlier on the show, we were talking about Zoom activity parties and setting up activities that you can play virtually with your friends, such as Bum Bucket Challenge bucket challenge and hose pipe limbo all you need is a willing parent and a phone an internet connection plus a bit of imagination why not use some of alex horn's taskmaster's ideas to kick off the party last week we used alex horn's idea of coming to the party dressed as one of the other party guests carrying something enormous you can also set things up on the pavement the other kids in your street can enjoy. For example, Finley and Harris Webb in Edinburgh have done just that. They join us now to talk about the challenges they have set their neighbours to stay active. Hi Finley. Hi Zoe. Hi Harris. Hi Zoe. Tell us about your hopscotch challenge. Where was it? It was out on the pavement next to our house going down the hill and there was things on it like walk in the, the line, like sometimes it would be twirly and stuff. There was like a hopscotch, there was jump the letters and jump the numbers, quack like a duck, which was a fun one. Uh, and uh, at the end to finish off there was this really good one where you had to sprint up to the end. And did many people use it? Like, basically, the whole D-Mind used it. Was it grown-ups or just children? Both. Can you tell us about the lawn champ you created on the pavement? Oh, well, it was outside the house in front of my neighbour's house, on, like, the main street, and then when people came along, they would do a big run-up jump and see how far they could get. And it had one metre, two metres, three metres, and on the four metres, well, it all said, like, great, well done on them. On the four metres one, it said, are you training for the Olympic? And then it had the women's and men's world records. And what was the world record? Men's was almost nine metres and women's was about seven metres. And did many people use it? Lots of people used it, but probably not as much as the hopscotch. Harris, I understand that you've been playing a little bit of French cricket. Can you tell us a bit about it? So with French cricket, you hold the bat. Not by the side, in the middle, you have no stumps, you can only get them out by catching the ball, or by getting them on the way. And have you played that a lot since lockdown started? Yeah, a lot. Bye, Finley. Bye, Zoe. Bye, Harris. Bye, Zoe. Holly has sent us a message. She's been doing online dance classes, PE with Joe, 
running with her mom and also running with her dad and riding her bike. Next up on the show we have Izzy telling us what she's been doing to stay active. Hi Izzy, what are you doing to stay active? To stay active I'm going on a bike ride, a run or a walk every day and playing football in my garden. Next up on the show we have George returning to tell us a bit about gardening and how his pumpkins are getting on. George, what do you like about gardening? So what I really like about gardening is buying new seed packets and watching all the plants grow because it's really satisfying that one day they've grown hardly any and the next day they've grown loads. Why do you like being in the garden so much, George? During lockdown, it's actually really nice just to get in the garden and do something relaxing. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about your pumpkins? So, from last year, I used the seeds of last year's pumpkin plant so I can use them and plant some more pumpkins for this year. So when they were big enough from the greenhouse... I hardened them off outside and then I planted them on into the soil. But last year they actually went three metres down on the patio. What are you doing in the garden now, George? So, I'm about to plant my sunflower seed. So I'm just tipping them out of the green envelope. So I'm going to plant them on their edge, otherwise they probably won't grow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Look, I've planted fifteen sunflower seeds in here. Before we speak to double Olympian Lizzie Arnold, we found out about an incredible girl called Elise, who is nine, from Lowestoft. Hi Elise, how have you been raising money? I'm really climbing up and down the stairs the same amount of times as you would if you were climbing Kilimanjaro. How much have you raised? And we've raised over £500. Tell us how you did it. We had to do it 152 times a day. How does it make you feel, like, in tiredness? My legs. It really makes your legs ache. I understand you've only got two days left for your climb. Good luck. Bye, Elise. Bye, Zoe. Elise was taking part in the Tier Fun Challenge. By taking part in the climb like Elise, you can raise money for Tier Fun's life-saving work across the world. You can take to the stairs in your home or simply step on and off a box until you reach the top. Why not climb the four peaks, Kilimanjaro, if you want more of a challenge, or Ben Nevis if you want to make it slightly easier. Go to tierfun.org for more details. 
Our final guest on the show, double Olympian champion Lizzie Arnold, OBE, cemented her place in sporting history, not once, but twice. Lizzie sensationally won her second Olympic gold at the Pyeongchang 2018 Games, adding to the gold she won in Sochi in 2014, becoming the first Team GB winter athlete to retain their Olympic title. Team GB's most decorated winter Olympian was also the first British athlete and the second person ever to claim the Grand Slam or skeleton titles when she won every major title in her sport in just 407 days. Wow. Hi Lizzie, welcome to the Lockdown Podcast Show. Hi Zoe. We are fascinated by the fact that you became an Olympian in a sport that's usually practised in the mountains and you grew up just up the road from us in Kent. During lockdown, we can't do the things we would like to. Can you tell us how you used to replicate mountain training while living in West Kingsdown? Did you use your garden home as a training ground? I was actually quite grateful that I couldn't do my training all the time because if I was a tennis player, for example, I think I'd get really tired mentally and physically always doing the same thing, having to compete and train at such a high level. So when I wasn't able to do my sport physically, I would use a trick called visualisation where I think of myself in my mind, I visualise myself at the track and warming up and even going down the course itself, trying to um, perfect my performance in my mind. And even though it's a mental stimulus, it does physically um, energise you and take you there, you know, increases your heart rate and, and makes you tired physically. It's a very strange feeling using visualisation well, um, but it's a really great thing to exercise your mind and your body. So um, you could use this if you are an athlete, you can visualise just being at the athletics track or at the tennis court and and practising the skills that you're good at and the skills that you're not so good at. Um, and it can just keep help your brain um, firing and keep your brain there. Some people are holding their own sports days at home or virtually via Zoom. What activities would you suggest including other than egg and spoon? I love doing basic body uh, movements. So doing a squat with your with your hands on your hips, you can just do a body weight squat down. And I guess my challenge would be for the sports days, how many books can I balance on my head um, when I'm doing a squat? So big books, little books, I think start with one, see if you can squat and then try and add maybe one or two. Um, I think it will be quite hard. I just had a go and it was it was actually a lot harder than it sounds. So good luck. What activities generally can you suggest people do to stay healthy, mind and body in lockdown? Well, I think stuff that I would recommend people do is things that they enjoy doing already. So I love colouring, just using my colouring books. If I've got my pencil sharpener handy, have nice sharp pencils. Um, And it just kind of takes my mind off of things and distracts me. So do anything that you like doing already and and just keep doing it because it keeps you happy and keeps you smiling um I quite like like for example doing my coloring by myself but also going for walks or playing games with other members of my family I think is really healthy as well because you can chat about other things and um just spending time with other people makes you feel better as well 
Um, and doing exercise, I'm not very good at keeping up with my running and um, other exercise. I like swimming, but obviously we can't swim at the moment. But trying to keep up with a bit of exercise to keep our blood pumping, our you know our lungs working and our heart working is really important for those endorphins to make us feel good. Thank you for answering our questions. There are three brilliant questions and um, yeah, I look forward to hearing the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Thanks, Zoe. Bye. We need to say a big thank you to Robin Stevens, Daisy, Finley and Harris, Izzy, Alex Horn from Taskmaster, Elise, George and Lizzie Arnold. If you enjoyed the show, please click subscribe and leave a review. If you try any of the Zoom sports activities, please tweet us. Don't forget to make your night thoughts. Thank you for listening. Bye.